Sasha Power is here just to let you know that we now have mugs. So if you would like to get your own Horror Stories mug, please visit kellyaron.com. That's K-E-L-L-Y-A-A-R-O-N.com. Thanks, all. everyone we're back with another episode of horror stories and this is going to be a good one i'm kelly your host i'm here with my gorgeous co-host sasha powers sasha hello so glad to see you tonight and our special guest tonight cameron xoxox my friend from a few years back i met you at an art show and i just I've never looked back. I've loved you ever since. The support that you gave me at that show at my house um, in my time of great need. I just appreciate you, sister. And you are just a shining star just to, to have you around sparkly. Love having you on this podcast. If you go listen to early episodes of Horror Stories, you will literally hear me say your name as somebody that I really want to have on this. So I finally... I think I just this is heard our... that the other day. <laughs> Good. Oh, my God. Yes. I'm so glad. I, I'm, I'm not so lying, excited. girl. So our 22nd episode and we are and we this is our second season and we're just so excited to have you as our hey. first guest of our second season. Thank, thank you, you for joining you us, guys. sister. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. So I already mentioned that we met at an art show at my house through a mutual yes. friend. Super fun. And this beginning part is just a little bit procedural and a little bit back and forthy because I like to sort of set the scene on horror stories. If you've listened to some episodes, listeners, you know, I like to get a little background from my people. So gorgeous friend. Um, what, what are your pronouns? She, her. I am a she, her. Do you mind sharing your age? I'm 30 years old. Just turned 30 in February. Ooh. Oh, happy birthday, yeah. baby. Welcome to 30. Welcome to 30. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Girl. Mm, so I'm fun. Um, your sexual orientation? I'm bisexual. I think I'm straight leaning, but I definitely am not a pillow princess. So like I love women. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, what is your relationship status? Um, right now I am taken and I hope it's like the real deal. It really feels like it. So my partner is oh, wonderful. I'm yeah. so happy for you. You deserve it. You are just so cool and fun. You. You're into all different kinds of things. I was telling somebody about how I was bragging about having you on the podcast to somebody. Oh, my friend today while we were having lunch. We went and saw the designer show house and I'm like, this is the kind of stuff I talk with Cameron about, like interior design, art, just, you know, buildings and cool stuff Originally what I went to school for (laughs) before I got into the dirty stuff. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, I went to school for uh, interior design. My first like big recognition I ever remember in life is uh, the teachers my senior year at Shawnee Mission North. 
um, had me design, or she was my junior year. They had me design their teacher's loft, and they gave us three thousand dollars to do Oh it. wow, so, that's cool! Whoa, yeah, I was what a blast! I, it. It, I know it's still the same. Like they have not probably not had the money to redo it. It's totally fine. I love that school, but they they are on the same thing for like twelve years now. So like we really did our best to like make it as like you know comfortable timeless. as pretty as we could yeah just timeless for them so right right not everything that was made yeah. 12 years ago is going to kind of stand the test of time but yeah. you've got such a great style that doesn't surprise me at all Thank sister you. so where what part of the country or what parts of the country did you kind of grow up in so I'm a downtown KCR. I uh, love Kansas City it's where I grew up I'm a barbecue baby um my favorite's oklahoma joe's if anyone wondered it's kansas city joe's now but um I, yeah i'm downtown so girl but delicious yeah, a lot of the end of my 20 oh mm. yeah for the like end of my 20s i was in austin texas so i just live music and comedy i think austin made me funny and i don't want to say i'm funny but it definitely helps so you are you're the texas. whole package you're <laughs> the whole you. package babe and where do you live now downtown casey i'm back um i have four months officially left on my lease but i'm trying to stick it out till january of 2024. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. i'll be traveling a little bit though oh nice good for yeah. you good for you so i have no stamps in my adventures. passport I've had. yeah for three years so, so I'm ready it's to get time i know the pandemic just waylaid people i'm telling you it's time to to fight back and get out there and make up some lost time lost yeah, i got my time. passport three months before the pandemic hit so i was with a guy and we were getting ready to go travel all of europe and we were like gonna do all of asia too we were like madly in mm. love and uh then his mom passed and his mom passed oh. right as i got my uh passport so we had to like basically taken all of her stuff because she was a collector so we had like all of this stuff in our house and uh, yeah it just stopped both of our lives for a good year and a half two years so mm. like i'm finally just kind of getting back to it and in like just the the momentum of it so right yeah. it's time you it's time it, it's, it's like 2023 feels like it's time 2024 for sure you deserve it you deserve yeah. it so my friend welcome again to horror stories let's just get down to the nitte grite i was have been fascinated by the the fact that you are a visual artist you are uh do all sorts of different kinds of you just got a lot of different hustles can you mm -hmm. talk to us about your hustles talk to us about your businesses but first kind of tell us sort of how you got into what you do Okay, absolutely. So um, just like early high school years, my electives were, were always artistic. So I chose interior design, um, you know, any form of like beauty that I could get. A lot of that was like fashion and, you know, just like different things like that. So um, photography, interior design, fashion, that was like my main three things. Uh, I don't know. I was always the girl that like got up like four hours early before school and did my hair and makeup. I thought school was like a parade of like who you could be in front of all these people all day long. So I went to six high schools and I think that like five high schools that really like kind Jeez. of formed me. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So I know a lot five of people, my, uh, my base is like really big. So um, currently though, I would say I moved out of like broadcast journalism, which was originally what I was working towards was to become a news anchor in college. 
Um, so that's why I'm like pretty good, like on camera, I can read a teleprompter really well. I can read my notes really well. Uh, back in the day before, like I ever smoked or drank, I was like a one, like I got the first like paid internship <laughs> at Johnson County Community College. So that was just always like me. I was a little Girl. more higher energy, you know, I really wanted yeah. to be, uh, newscaster and I'm pretty sure it was like a girl from like KCTV5 she came in and was like yeah I hate being a famous newscaster you can't go to the grocery store without makeup and things like that so it scared me it scared me and I was like oh my god this I'm never gonna be able to like just be you know myself again so I got a little scared I started partying heavily and like then I got into fitness so I did fitness all through my 20s I was like a manager at a GNC and then it led to being a manager at 12 GNCs because they gave me a lot of responsibility. So I don't know. I just think I got the responsibility part really, really quick on just because I was being personable and like trustworthy with people, which is awesome. And I still like hold that to this day. Um, I like to keep my friendships tight. So, you know, absolutely. So yeah, I I can attest to that. People handed me that and uh, I got into hair I left uh, Zurich. I was doing finance and insurance and property and casualty. I wasn't very happy. I had a 401k and a pension and I was making good money, but I was just like really unhappy. So I asked my partner if it'd be okay if I left and went to hair school and they said yes. Um, Long story short, I could only do about three months in hair school and at that job at the same time. So I left that job. I cashed out my 401k with a little bit of a penalty. Um, I was too much shy on my pension. I wish I'd known that. I would have gone that extra eight weeks to get that money, but it's okay. So I did that, went to school, finished up hair school. And then after that, decided that hair really wasn't for me. I managed again at Macy's in Leewood, um, just like back in that managerial position, was kind of unhappy. And I was struggling with my bills. So I decided to hop online and figure it out. And I went on seeking arrangements and I met my first real sugar daddy. So I was, I was like nine days late on my rent and I was like, I'm going to get evicted in South Overland Park. I couldn't think of anything like more horrifying. Like just, I was like so scared. And so I, and I had a BMW and shit at the time. So I was just like, man, this is really like a slap in the face. Like I kind of got to like get my shit together. I don't want to like act fake in front of people. So, you know, I just went ahead and like got on this thing. I was single. I was, uh, yeah, fresh out of a relationship, and I, I'm gonna call him Bob. I met Bob, and uh, how long did it take for you to meet Bob after you signed up for seeking? Oh God, quick! I was yeah. quick. Yeah, <laughs> it was like six days. Oh wow! So, okay, if that, um, if that, and you know, I was I was still stressing during that six days, but I was just like honest and upfront. I sucked at first. I sucked so bad. Like it's like intimidating. I think I even signed up for that site at one point, and it's like they're like they'll just like attack, you know? (laughs) They'll bombard you with messages. Yes, (laughs) it was so scary. It was the scariest thing I've ever done. And uh, you know, I like Bob thought he was smooth, probably, but he wasn't. And he didn't live far from me. And it didn't take long for us to get like heavily involved in each other's like intimate and deep lives. And like, he met my mom, even she had no idea that that was the relationship. But she thought he was my neighbor that was like helping me out. And she just like only had good things to say about him. So like, he was a really positive influence on me. And uh, I asked him at one point, I met someone that I liked, it was like a skater boy that didn't have a lot of money. And I really liked him. And I was like, God damn it. Like I'm stuck. Um, 
So I asked Bob if I could like buy my way out and I had a check. And so I postdated him a check for a certain amount of money. And I was like, I want to become a cam girl. Like if I can't be a sugar baby, I need to be like a cam girl. I got like minorly exploited on the internet and I say minorly and it was really majorly on Facebook. My nudes got uploaded by an ex and like oh all these guys. Kept, yeah. I got, kept asking me for news and stuff. So like for like the I'm last, so like, sorry that happened to okay. you. That makes me mad. But for like the last eight months I've been asked like nonstop in my DMS. Like I almost went to delete my social media. Like I met the guy that I liked organically. He had no idea about any of that. And I like kind of spilled it to him. And I was like, yeah, man, like, I really think I could, uh, you know, capitalize off of all these guys hitting on me. Um, and he didn't know I was like sugaring or anything, but I just explained it to him. And he was like, oh, I love that. Like, I love that for you. You could get out of this Macy's job that you hate. Like, yeah, they work you 12 hours and pay you $14 an hour and you can barely cover your bills like and live. So I was like, OK, cool, let's do it. That's and, such an emotionally uh, mature response. It was. He was he was older than me. He was 30 years old. He turned 30 like the week we met. And that's how old I am now. And that's why I've like learned to like to slow down before I judge anyone and what they do. Like you don't know what position or where someone's at. So um yeah, he uh that's he was point. he was great. So he let me do it. He took my first pictures of me and stuff and I think I was spoiled. <laughs> I think I <laughs> I didn't realize how hard it was going to be if I got single and had to do it because he was, he would did skate videos and stuff. So he edited a lot of the stuff for me and he um, took so many good angles of me. He understood photography that when we split, I kind of struggled, but I didn't really struggle because we split during pandemic. So me and other girls were working a lot together that like didn't have other jobs. So like I had a ton of like resources up at that point. And then after the Good. pandemic, when everyone kind of went back to their job and I was still Cameron because that was my job and like I didn't go back to my bar job, um, it got tough. So I had to, I took a money loss for sure. But, you know, I I was single at a, like two years after we split. So I could go back to sugaring and stuff to like kind of rely on it. But it wasn't like what I loved. I actually kind of wrote down something about that. So I'm actually yeah. like, I do, I really love like OnlyFans. I'm not going to like, you know, knock it at all. Mm -hmm. um, you can put whatever you want on there. So you're in charge. You pick how you want to depict yourself. If you do it wrong, then that falls on you at the end of the day, you know? So like, I can't get mad at anything that I've uploaded in the past that I didn't think was good or whatever. Um, these days, like I run it all professionally, like how I want to be depicted and how I want the world to see me. So um, as I'm working, like kind of on my transition, like I've been working as a nail tech too. So like a lot of people have had me like doing their nails and stuff on the side and I've gotten to like making like drag costumes. So like, I'm getting more into Do you want to like, talk this. about, oh, I'm sorry to interrupt you, okay. Cameron. Do you want to talk no, about where talk people can find you on Instagram if they're interested yeah, in getting yeah. some nails from you? Yeah. So if you want to see like where I'm at now, I am on Instagram at, uh, Corinne's Customs. So it's C-O-R-I-N-N-E-S and then custom. So C-U-S-T-O-M and then Z instead of S because I guess the other one was taken. So I have the Z at the end of mine, which is kind of cool because I'm edgy anyway. So <laughs> That's right. That's right. And while you're at it, tell us where we can find uh, your other account. Yeah, my model work is at Cameron XOX. So it's C-A-M-R-E-N-X-O-X-O-X. -X -X. 
Um, and then let me see my other one. My Reddit is you um, slash Cameron, C-A-M-R-E-N-X-O-X-O. So, and my Twitter is Cam Master Flex. So that's at C-A-M-M-A-S-T-E-R-F-L-E-X. Perfect. Go check those out, like yeah. and follow and um, give it check a gander, out. everybody. Uh, you will just be amazed, Cameron. You've got a lot of ama- really cool skills. People need to see them. I had a I had a question about your um, experience on uh, the Sugar Baby site. When yes. you were looking through the site, were you looking for people that like met a certain criteria? Were you were looking for people that you were attracted to? Like how- I was looking for the most boring vanilla thing I could find. <laughs> okay, I wanted I wanted um, someone easy. Yeah, like the that wasn't just too demanding yeah but I also like un- unrecognizably was looking for someone that was like a dad <laughs> I didn't realize I was very young I didn't realize it at the time I was probably like 24 25 I was yeah around the age and so I was just like yeah I want someone like older established you know like um this guy was a chemical engineer that sold his plant and now he has a teacher at a college just as his retirement job. Wow. So, Whoa. Yeah. And you're talking about Bob? Mm-hmm. He's everyone's oh, favorite how teacher cool. too. So go him. He would how be my cool. favorite teacher. <laughs> yeah. That is really neat. I think he, what a good experience to He always said if I had a full on. head of hair, I could marry you. And he's probably right. <laughs> 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 yeah, he's great. He, uh, I love him to death, but he... Uh, one time we were just out for sandwiches on like a patio on an upstairs like bar and so we're like outside just chilling vibing we've been drinking some vodka lemonades and he's like i'm gonna run to the bathroom and he accidentally left his phone open in front of me and i didn't look at it or anything like it's just screen lit up in front of me and there was like just eight million chilling in one checking account like that's a checking account oh like he always gosh. got on me about like savings blah blah oh. blah blah shit like that and like to me like that was when 8 million became a small, a small number to me. And that's when numbers like became different to me. Like it was like, Oh, okay. Like if 8 millions in your checking, what's in your savings. And like, you, you have a kid. So like, I can't even imagine, you know? So it's just like one of those things, like you don't even know like what people are really worth because if they're really worth something, they'll probably hide it from you. And he had like zeros on like his annual income and stuff. Like he didn't want you to know what he had but he had like what he was looking for in his bio. And I read all the bios. I'm like super like, I like just reading. So I'm just like sitting there like, what does this guy want? And I'm like, oh my God, perfect. He's probably worth a billion. So like I hit him up and I feel like it's a, it's been a little harder these days. Like you get lucky in seasons and then seasons you don't. So, but yeah. Are you currently still sugaring or no? I wish, <laughs> not really. um, but no, I'm not. Um, the last guy I had was great. He was not a Bob, but he was great. And actually, um, even though he didn't have as much as him, he was actually like spending more on me. So, hey, that's what's important. Yeah, yeah I mean, really, just at the end of the day, what are they going to spend on you? So, right, but yeah, right, yeah. And I think I it's it. cool too the the part about the fact that he could um, 
add to and help with the photography part of things and Yeah, he different texts. angles Oh, and yeah. I mean all those skills that kind of like I have talked to some sugar babies in the past that have talked about the fact that it just goes beyond a transactional money exchange and kind of can It does. go into some It's of the those girlfriend more experience. interesting yeah yeah <laughs> That's the number one thing I get complimented on. Like, okay, so my first compliment, the second every guy meets me, oh my God, you're prettier than the pictures. And then the second thing after like they meet me is, oh my God, you're not mechanical. And that is how you get paid. But you also are going to feel a lot of an emotional duress at the end of the day. So you have to know how to take care of yourself. You shouldn't get, you shouldn't fall behind on things because you need to be spending money to make yourself feel good. Like, you know, massages, stuff like that. Like your body is going to hurt. Your emotions are going to hurt. You're going to need a therapist, things like that. So it's just like, I tell people, you know, you get into it, you got to spend money to make money. So at So the end when of the day, you you got talk to take about care of yourself. emotional duress, are you talking about like just like the nature of the work is going to cause emotional Some, duress? some of them are going to have wives. Some of them Oh, are going okay. to have wives. So Some like of them a are moral. going to have... Like, yeah, like things like that, like you're in a line of work, Yeah. so you don't get to just like ask, like you have to just take like, I mean, you get to think about it. Like if you really can't take someone that has a wife, that's fine. But do you know how much money you just shut out of your business? Right. Yeah. Like, and I'm sorry, but like at the end of the day, I'm not your wife. I'm not like religiously or like, you know, financially obligated to be in your life. So I just have to like trust that you're going to show up and pay me. So I kind of, I don't like. I wouldn't hold any blackmail or anything over them, but I have to trust them to show up and they have to trust me not to tell. So you have to like have a really strong bond with someone and not be mechanical because if something goes wrong, you can't just go around to their wife. Like that's not how that works. Oh, Right. no, no, Yeah. you can't. Yeah. I mean, that's As part yeah, of the transaction right on. is, yeah. And that's where like the little Big girls anonymity. versus the women like come in, you know, and you're like, oh, I've had this 20 year old that threatened me because she's brand new. And then I, oh, I have this like. provider that's been in it for 10 years that I love her. And when she comes into town, I'd pay anything to see her, you know? So you've got all different aspects of this sugaring call girl providing, like whatever you want to call it. It's all the same thing, but I mean, it's just, it's one of those things like you have to know, like your, your moral limits on it and your standards. But at the end of the day, if you, if you cut out everything because of your morals, your money, just, it goes to this. Yeah. When you're a sex worker, you have to have a lot of, I think, You have to be open. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't know. And professional, I just, like have a yes, certain amount of discretion professional. and yeah, Mm in that line of work. So, um, yeah. And bottom line, you do not know and don't have to know what's going on in people's mm -mm. lives. For all you know, somebody could have a DADT, a don't ask, don't tell. Yeah, Somebody that's could fine. have And you can sign those. a, I love those. somebody could have a companionate <laughs> marriage. Someone yes. could, um, I also love those. I'll email their companions. So that's like, I saw like on some of these questions, you're getting into a, like what like kind of relationships do you have with women and like I used to email back and forth with one of my clients wives and Oh, uh after oh, that's interesting. So after the question our relationship I asked, the question I asked was about uh, female clients across your businesses. And so that's what we're going to address. Okay, how interesting. So what, how did that yeah mm -hmm. start? this is my favorite so I, there's like only like been like five or six but like my top two would be one that I cammed for 
um i like do know her like as a friend now uh we don't really like hang out but like i just i know her socials and stuff and she came on to me and was like coming out of a breakup and was very like bi curious and highly attracted to me so she paid me a good lump sum of money to like put on like a really elaborate cam show for her so that was during 2020 during lockdown it was pretty cool um but yeah she was great and she would pay me here and there to like get on cam for her so that made me super comfortable to know that like a girl she would want to just be like blacked out like where I couldn't see her which is okay because that's like totally fine with me it's just kind of easier that way um and she would just like tell me what to do like I could hear her voice so I thought that was really hot um it really I think kind of like heightened my bi curiosity though I'd been with women there it was like different women out there that could tell me different things they liked and that's what got me turned on to that so she was cool and then um the other the other one that I was um, gonna tell you guys about was um I my first like time doing like a companion thing I did a double because I was scared so I met with another girl that like did this regularly and she had the client already lined up and my first threesome was with two millionaires so that was really cool set the bar high for yourself that's right (laughs) he was not only a millionaire but a beauty pageant winner like international so i made so hot and rich yes oh i was so scared i we have had so many great horror stories about firsts like and the people our guests first blow me away this one is awesome that is really really cool so that was an an in-person situation Mm -hmm. um and uh tell us more about it like how did it go was it i mean was it was it a little bit scary or was it it exhilarating (laughs) What, what was it like okay okay so it was at this really 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 fancy hotel down um on the plaza in kansas city and they had already been playing for 30 minutes to an hour by the time I got there. Cause like I said, like they had set this up and I was nervous. I was new. I was very new, but I had got a really nice offer to show up and it sounded fun as is. Cause like, you know, I just, I background checked everyone. Everyone seemed kind of fun and freaky and not really like, I mean, definitely not ugly. So I was excited and I show up to this hotel room door and I knock on it and the girl answers in just her panties. <laughs> and hey. She pulls me in and she starts taking off my clothes and talking to me. And um, yeah, I don't know. I stripped down and we started messing around. They had put the money out um, in front before they had like put it by my bag and they immediately just like jumped on me and were like, you're so pretty. And like before like anything sexual happened, they laid me in the bed in between them. And they were like, they gave me some champagne and some stuff. And they were like, tell us all about OnlyFans. And so like, I just, <laughs> I just like showed them my, I just scrolled through my OnlyFans on my phone and like showed them stuff. And so they were like, we want to make a video. And I don't have this video anymore. People ask me if I do, I do not have this video. I have let go of it, but um, they wanted to make a video so we made a video together like all three of us it was really sexy and it was like um. me and her kissing and then us just like kind of touching on him but it was cute it was fun it was erotic it was nothing like over the top nothing like over like giveaway of who it was involved but it was sexy and then like you know we did our thing um and at the end he, we let him leave and she was like can you please stay and i was like okay oh. so i stayed and she pulled out a bottle of champagne and she sat me down and she, this girl was at about like 
probably, if I were to guess, 900000 in in call girling, sugaring, escorting. So she was about to become a millionaire off of this job alone. Um, that's, that's my estimate of where she was at. It might've been more, might've been less. Um, but she looked at me and she was like, I've never sat a girl down after a double and done this. And she was like, but you can become a millionaire. And I just remember my whole life, like changed in that moment. It was like December of 2020. Like I just, like my whole world shook. Like I was young. I didn't understand what she meant. And then I just remember like following her and like seeing, it's not like she really like helped me out a ton afterwards. She definitely had her own path and stuff, but she was just like, if you want it, you'll figure out how to get it. And she like really lit the fire under my ass. So I would say that next six months, I made the most money I ever made in my life. I was very careful because she had messed up in one way and been dealing with an FBI investigation that she basically helped me like miss all together in case I were to ever fall into that scheme. So she really, she was like a mentor to me. So I made like the most money I made in like six months. And then after that, I think that's cool. And it's actually not super. um, I mean, I guess it is common in some circles, but you're Mm -hmm. talking about somebody expending uh, their resources to help you out. So that's very cool because oftentimes it does get rather cutthroat. You're not going to meet sex workers like that more than likely. You're going to meet like one out of every 10 that will be nice to you. Like there'll be one nice girl at the strip club. There'll be one nice girl at the content creating vacation you know like there'll be one girl willing to give it to you all but it also could be the girl on her way out that's like please someone god do it right (laughs) you know i don't know (laughs) right right absolutely so what what would you say um cameron the in terms of the different branches of your business and the different things that you do like how much escorting do you do versus only fans versus um uh sugaring versus uh art making any whatever yeah, yeah art making like tell us the breakdown so, i would say when i first started i was just strictly uh it was a site called is my girl and only fans i'm still on is my girl but i don't really use it as often um i was 100 percent that then when my partner and i broke up um the one that originally like helped me shoot the stuff uh we split and I went to sugaring and OnlyFans and I would say that sugaring made up like 65% yeah so I was still making a lot of money off of OnlyFans at that time because I wasn't burnt out and my drive was so high that I was like pumping like 10 pictures or whatever out a day videos and stuff so I mean I was just making bank like I was like is it is it kind of like the more you post or the more consistent you are, the oh, yeah. algorithm will kind of help assist oh, you my God. to if make you more just money. Keep posting. Like I don't even care what people say. I the thing is, I don't care what people think about me. Like I I let go of that when I got naked on the internet. Fuck everyone, you know, like in that right. sense, like their opinions don't matter. But yeah, I just blow them up because, you know, either they're going to unfollow you and then they're going to get curious later because you're implant- implanted in their mind for so long, they're going to come back and look at you. Like it, it literally happens all the time. Or they're just going to become a fan. So, you mm-hmm. know, like there's there's no, I don't know. They call that, uh, like, I want to say like bomb. Uh, there's like a, it's like, not bombshell but bomb something uh marketing and it's just like you throw it all up like at once but you should like the more like 
new content you have, you should be putting that up like every day because you'll forget about it and sit on it and make no money and not look like that mm-hmm. later, you know? So you have to use it as it comes. You have to be really consistent. Like girls that make a ton of money post a lot. So it's just how it is. My favorite um, is Serena Banks. She posts probably five pictures a day. Um, Ty Guard is her photographer. I'm pretty sure they're probably together. There's no way they could be at this point. But uh, yeah, they're, they just kill it. And they are posting constantly every day. And she's like definitely a multimillionaire by now. So it's it's not impossible. It's just a business like everything else. You just got to hustle and work it. Oh, yeah. Um, now, do you do most of your videos and OnlyFans content just by yourself? Or do you work mm-hmm. in collaboration with other models, other workers, other people um, to uh, make content? I've done it all. The only thing I haven't done is like signed with a porn company like browsers or something. So I just won't do that because that basically strips me in my independent title um so I want to be like a Tyler creator of porn (laughs) like I just want to be like independent till the day I die but um no straight up so like that I would make content with pretty much anyone these days like I'm male wise like I'm just going to do like penetrative things with my partner um but I do have like a gender fluid shoot coming up with someone that was probably like at birth assigned male but now more gender fluid. However, they do have a wife. So I just like, you know, there'll probably be like some, like some intimacy, like touching, like, I don't know, like we'll talk about all that when the time comes, but like I work with everyone. Like I I have a, something called slutcation coming up this summer. So I'm going to have, tell us about that. That sounds like, uh, yeah. Whoa. So we're like, we're getting together. It's a bunch of, um, dancers and content creators, mostly from Omaha. I want to say, I'm like so blessed that I got into this because I worked with, um, this girl named tiny. She's great. You guys can see her work on my, uh, Cameron XO XO X page. She's tagged on there. She's like the second picture. Um, but she and I work together, um, a couple of times when she comes down to Kansas city. So I'm going up, uh, wherever they pick, I think that it's probably going to be in Omaha, but if not, then wherever we travel to, we're getting an Airbnb with a pool and like all these cool, like spots and we're throwing in money and we're just like telling them like, we're like, it's very open now with Airbnbs. Like, Hey, we're shooting content here. So sure. We're we're respectable, but yeah. How fun. Oh my God. That sounds like a really good time. I'm excited. Some of my IG crushes are going to be there. Like just girls I've never got to meet in real life. And I don't really like fan fangirl, but like at the same time, it's gonna be cool to see dancers that are so good. Like I get to just watch them in person. And like, that's just so like flattering to me. I'm like, you work so hard that I get to even watch you for free. That's so cool. So yeah. And what yeah. a great venue, like a slutcation where you're just yes. kind of filming what's going down Safe sort spot. of, you know, reality show. Like um... I want to say it's a hundred percent women. They might have a couple photographers coming in, but I'm pretty sure it's a hundred percent women. Like I think we shoot all of it. Wow. What so, a great yeah. time. Oh it's going to be fun. When is that happening and when can your, when can people find it? I want to say June, July, and you're going to see it like on all of our pages. So like, um, there's actually an Instagram for it. Here, let me look real quick. It's Slutcation. I know that for sure, but here. Slutcation. Yeah, so it's... Wanted. <laughs> location have to get a lay i'm so excited it'll be so fun so yeah we're oh my god there's 34 of us involved wow (laughs) oh my god so yeah we're calling it 
we're calling it summer selection 2023 and then it looks like we are shooting um yeah we're shooting for july so, wow. so, so you're gonna see it all, all over my pages afterwards because it's gonna be like so mm-hmm. i don't even know how to tell you guys like really where to find it i don't know how you'd miss it if you follow some like content creators and strippers around this area you're gonna see it blasted everywhere um i do know that there's like another one coming up soon uh dj kc is coming back to um kansas city from oregon because he moved there and he's gonna do like a barbie one so you'll see that all over his page too um his is at dj kc photography too so if you look him up he has like a very wide um arrangement of like women that have come to work with him and they're all over his page he's doing like a barbie one so you guys are gonna see a bunch of girls and the same girls oh this is i can't wait to see it out there girl this is cool and i'm assuming that people who are on your only fans can get some special content and some special things from that all of my girl girl, all of the Mm -hmm. shout outs like every girl that you guys will want to see from this location will be on my only fans for sure i make sure to upload that and get everyone shouted out on there so yeah you are so supportive of everybody and we appreciate that and thanks for being supportive of us and our situation here my sister you're i'm having a really good time are you guys having fun i'm having a lot of fun okay good so am i can we keep going yeah ask Um, me things (laughs) okay what is your do you have sort of a favorite shoot that comes to mind cameron something that you did for OnlyFans, whether it was custom or something that you created that just comes to mind is just really artistically blew your mind or maybe just from an experience standpoint sticks in your head i've done some crazy things um i would say all all of my experiences in 2020 and 2021 in Austin, Texas were really, really wild. Um, everyone down there is just super open-minded. Like I don't, I'm not discrediting Kansas City. We have some great content creators here. People are very like involved, but like Austin's weird. So (laughs) you just have everyone wanting to get involved. So like people were renting me Airbnbs. People were handing me like you know, some little like things that grow out of the earth and then being like, take my picture and stuff like that, you know? So like, I'm just like, okay, like I'm getting some like crazy, like trippy, heady experiences with these people of Austin. And I remember I was like, how do you know on one of these experiences with this couple and they were like going to shoot me, but then I flipped it around and was like, can I shoot you guys? And Wow. I helped I helped my first girl start her OF and whether she stuck with it or not, whatever, but she had a beautiful platform to go off of. She still does if she uses it. Um, but yeah, I was just like, you guys can get comfortable, just do whatever like feels good to you. It doesn't have to be like, you know, crazy, but just like get in spots where you feel comfy together. And I shot them and then like whenever I edited them, but they went and fell asleep afterwards. They were super tired. They had taken me to the green belt that day and like put me in the river and stuff and taken my picture. So they were super tired. And then the next day I just like had their pictures edited. I like worked all night and gave it to them and they were like freaking out. So it felt like custom content that I did, wow. but I really did it. Like as I would be posing, I used her because it was her partner. Wow. So. wow. That is really cool. I yeah. love that. I've had neat ones. So like sometimes people, my least favorite thing in the world, I'll just like let you guys know this. I 
tell myself this every day. I hate when people get too descriptive with the customs. Like, can you push your boobies together like this? Can you put oil on your back? Can you wear this? Can you be saying that? Can you say this at this certain time? And can you do this at the same time? Like, I hate that. So like I, when people are like super descriptive, that's when I like can't really feel like myself. So I just need people that really just like me for my artwork and like come in and are like, I really like that. Can you do like another little set like that? Like that, I love that shit. So that's, that's my thing. And that leaves the interpretation up to you. You just kind of get some main ideas and then mm -hmm. sort of get to run with it. Yes. Oh, that's the way I like to do custom art. Yeah, same. absolutely. <laughs> and I feel the same way. I it. don't like a bunch of fucking direction either. Mm -hmm. What you just said drives me nuts. Craziness. Hang it like this. Do da da da. Yeah. If you I, have that I'm much you. direction, you need to make it yourself because that's your piece yes. of art. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. I, you should approach exactly. tattoos the same way. I think. Like, mm -hmm. like yes. just go to the artist because you appreciate the artist and give them some. Oh, absolutely. I learned ideas. that as I got older. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. Totally Let people have a little that. bit of space. Mm -hmm. Same. So do you incorporate any BDSM in your work, Cameron? I just entered my Dommy Mommy phase. Oh. Ooh, okay. talk, to, talk to us about that. And I also want to know, are you kinky in real life? I am so kinky. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I probably freak my partner out. Um, now he loves it. He thinks it's awesome. But uh yeah, BDSM. I guess I didn't really like introduce a lot of it early on. Um, I dressed like it. I loved latex. I loved like, you know, dark and black clothing, um, the reds, anything that would like heighten the senses and like make you feel like someone's about to like, you know, inflict some sort of arousal on you. Yeah, I dressed like mm -hmm. that. It was super punk. But I didn't understand what it meant. I didn't understand BDSM, you know, and then like the more I started talking to people. I was like, holy shit, I really need to do my research on this. Like, I have no idea. Um, and recently, uh, I started watching this show called How to Make a Sex Room. And oh, I've heard isn't about that on that. Netflix? That's on Netflix, yes. right? Yep. <laughs> yes. And I yes. knew this chick was going to be British from the second I saw her, like the second she came <laughs> on. And it's so funny because this other guy on there, he's a gay guy that's like an interior decorator too. He like had a bet with his partner. He's like, oh, she is British. You should curtsy to her, you know? And I was like, it's going to be a British chick that's kinky and fun and I'm going to love this show. Turn it on. It's a British chick that's kinky and fun, and I love the show. And you so, love the show. Yes, I love her little accent when she was like getting what she's like, oh, you know, like things like that. I'm like, okay, I need, I need to get into this. So, I started watching the show, and the diversity in the couples is what got me. So, like a bunch of them just not understanding what they liked, and like being in their 30s and 40s, I was like, oh my god, like what are we doing? We're out here, we don't understand what we like, like she was kind of having to teach some of them them some of them were like this is what we're into you know so they were teaching me um but i got into liking spanking and flogging so receiving or giving both both okay both. And mm, I'm switching. We got a switch yes. here. <laughs> we got a switch. I was, I was strictly, I was strictly submissive. Like I dressed Dommy in public probably as like a safety mechanism, but I was not. So yeah, I definitely am a switch now. Um, I call myself the top queen. <laughs> I think like I'm, I'm great on top. Like I think it's such a, I'm athletic. So I think it's like such a, like, I, it's a show off, you know, I get to like show how good I am at what I do at my sport, I guess, if you'll call it that. <laughs> so, you know, 
I don't know, but I like it. So I don't know. I got into spanking and like the flogging. I just was watching these couples do it. And it was like the best introductory for them to understand BDSM was like learning consensual hurt and comfort, like what feels good and what does not. So I don't know, just like a couple like partners I had, I was just like, can we just like play around with this? And I found myself having like some crazy like sexual experiences like while I was playing with spanking and flogging. And so um, have I like rushed and like introduced it into like any serious relationship? No, <laughs> like I'm very careful to like make sure I cover my bases like emotionally before physically if I really, really like someone. But yeah, no, I'm not afraid to like tell my partner that I'm into that because they, they'd be super into it too if I were to like bring it out and tell them how I liked it or ask them if like, I could do a little bit back, but more like, I don't know. I, I don't have like a way of making a man feel degraded or submissive. I can still make you feel sexy while I'm being a little rough with you, which is what I like about mm -hmm. me. So that's my dynamic. Right. My right. It's not about for you. The humiliation dynamic is not no, uh, no. appealing. I don't have to humiliate yeah. my partner unless they need that. Like if you mm -hmm. need that, you can talk to me. If I'm getting paid, I don't care. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. <okay>. Well, <laughs> We'll uh, fulfill all your cuck fantasies. Just uh, <laughs> yes, indeed. Yeah, I, love uh, it. I love hit, it. I love it. <laughs> hit her up on the Instagram. So do you find um, it? Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Sasha. Do you find it like you were talking about how you haven't done BDSM with your like intimate partners, right? So is it a little bit easier to do it on like a professional level? Yeah, it is easier on a professional level, I think. Or just, like, once you have established, like, a super trusting relationship with someone because, like, I don't know. I think just because how much I work and my partner works, like, right now we haven't really got too deep into it, but we definitely have talked about it. Like, we're definitely going to, like, do some crazy shit where, like, he ties me up and, like, until I explode, you know, I like guess one of those things, like, we're gonna do that for sure. But it's just like, we want to be in the right spot when we do it too. You know, like, I think both of us are in such a hard point, like work wise right now that it would be fun to like go on like a little vacation where like, we don't even have to think about the area we're in, like, this spot is unrecognizable to us. So we can seriously both get into like, a submissive and dominant role and only be plugged into each other in that moment. Because like, if I'm in Kansas City doing that right now, like, I still got, like, other things on my mind sometimes, unless I'm completely, like, tuned out from it. Yeah. So it'd be nice to just go away with that's him. That's a good and go point. Stuff. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was thinking. Yeah. Like, you yeah. can get really distracted, like, especially if you're living with your partner or something. Like, it's, like, your home yeah. and you're, there's all mm -hmm. these things that are a part of your relationship, mm -hmm. right? But if you just separate yourself, you can that's kind of get so into it That's so important about the different... sex room. Yeah. It's so important. Like, and that is the thing that, like, I'm starting to preach to my friends is, like, if you have a house, especially if you have freaking kids, which is totally fine, you need a sex room that's locked away. Like, for yeah. you and your partner that, like, when you lay the kids out and you guys have a spot that you just go to and everything's in there, like, I think that's so important and I didn't realize it till I watched the show. Like, these people were struggling and what's the one thing that keeps us bonded other than kids or pets or money sex like you know i'm not having sex with your friend so i don't care if i lose them as a friend but i care if i lose you because we're bonded on that level you know so i just think like having a spot for it like it's kind of like i don't know it's like kind of ceremonial mm -hmm. it's important yeah. yeah give that reverence and you know Facts. have that be a special place yeah that's a good point yeah. i've never really thought about it like that but Wow. Uh, yeah. It just I didn't makes really sense. think about it yeah. like that. So I watched the show. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, 
Dang, yeah. I love it. I love having guests on and learning. I always learn some new I've stuff. I've been looking at that fabulous. on Netflix and I haven't actually pressed it because I, so I get hesitant with starting new shows. I'm like, a com- I'm scared of commitment. Oh, me too. <laughs> but I don't been... start one piece. It's 1500 episodes. I'm terrified. I'm never going to get through this <laughs> yeah. in 10 years. <laughs> but I will definitely check it out because I've already been scoping it out. So the fact Do that it. you even brought it up is hilarious. Oh my God. You're just yeah. going to be like, when is episode two coming out? Like, you're going to be like, damn it. Like you... There's when you see the one with the gold lips on the wall, that's my sex room. Oh, like, oh, yeah. Or the oh. one that's half outdoors, half indoors. She's like, she's like 53 and she is out of a divorce. She does not want any super deep rooted sexual connection, but she wants great sexual connection. So she brings you in and gets you going and like the outdoor ambiance, then brings you into the oh, sex room and y'all get to have her beautiful. Her beautiful wooden furniture has a tush imprinted on like the coffee table and like little like you know delicate restraints at the side, so you can just like it's hot, guys. Like it yeah. makes me want to have sex. Like, you had me yeah. a fifty-three year old straight out I of a divorce. No, you, I Kelly. I was like, this is your girl. This is your girl. <laughs> they have like paint or something. Yeah, so there's like paint that could be like mood. It's mood paint, so it's like temperature changing. I could just imagine like that. that in like a sex room, like on like a table or something. Like that is sexy. You need yeah. to pitch that to her. <laughs> Email oh her and be God. like, hey, tag yeah. my podcast at horror stories. Oh my God. Maybe they would make us a sex room. Oh, there you go. Ooh. Can we rent out? A, can we just like create a sex room and then rent it out and everybody can? I just yeah. want to model in it first. That's it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh my God. I love it. Oh, so you said comes. spanking. Spanking <laughs> was something that you were into, Cameron. What other, are you into any other, like, are you into rope? Are you into a little violet wand? Uh, um, I'm supposed are to you... get tied up. My friend, Naughty Nanners. So it's at, I, I think I you follow know him. Yes, yeah. I follow him. But so, tell everybody, tell everybody yeah. where they can find him. It's on IG at K-N-O-T-T-Y underscore Nanners. And I want to say it's N-A-N-N-E-R-S. Um, and they do shibari rope tying. Oh, my God. It's beautiful. I wish that I'd had it done on my spiral staircase a couple of years ago. I just, like, wasn't very good on my follow through. Mm. I'm working on my follow through these days. Once I'm there, I'm good. But just, like, getting there is my struggle. So, um, but, yeah. So, I was supposed to get tied up. And it just didn't happen. So, like, I contacted them in the last month or so. And I was like, hey, I'm really getting all my shit this summer. Like, if I can find another spot to get tied up at, let's do it. And they were like, well, I can do floor work, too, and stuff like that. So, I'm very much into rope. I'm sure if you've seen their work, you know how amazing they are. Seriously, I don't know how they wouldn't be like the number one artist for rope tying in Casey. I'm like, you tie fruit up? Gorgeous. Yes. Oh my gosh. (laughs) And the self tie Tuesdays are just really beautiful. He does all these really. I mean, I'm like, I how does your body that. even bend the like rainbow. that? I know. So the beautiful. Rainbow. Oh, my mm-hmm. God. It was just gorgeous. Yeah, no, I, I love it. I I love Naughty Manners. I think y'all need to check their page out. It's great. Go check it out, y'all. Go check it out. Yes. So, so the rope, yeah, those are good. Those are good. Mm-hmm. Now, what would you say, switching a little gears here, what's the weirdest thing an escorting client has ever asked for? <laughs> she's gotten this question before can you pee on me and, okay how'd you feel about it oh, man 
um, we won't talk about what I had to do to mentally prepare before, but I made it happen and I got paid. Um, I think, <laughs> I don't know how I felt about it. So the funniest freaking part was it was not just like just for that, you know, it was like they had told me before they were about to pay me a ton of money for like a few hours of hanging out. And then they were like, how much to add this to it? So I knew that I was specifically making an extra $600 to just pee on someone. So I had to make it happen. Uh, oh God, I, I, would, I would do that all day long. Normally I went through a dollar amount to you, but $600. I hit me up lot, at so. uh, horror stories at gmail.com. <laughs> yeah. If you would like to piss on me for $600. Let's talk uh, about it. But um, no, so that was the best, but the funniest fucking part about it. This is literally where the horror part comes. <laughs> oh my god wow we weren't we weren't sober at all at all like we were not sober i had my foot on the side my right foot or my left foot on the side of the bathtub it's not a hotel with a bathtub i had my right foot on the soap holder oh. and i was holding on oh. to the shower curtain oh, with my left arm my and the towel rack that was inside of the shower with my right arm and I was squatting, not sober. So remember, like I, but I, oh. I dance and stuff. So like, I'm pretty nimble even when I'm fucked up. But I, you know, jerked at the end or whatever. Like I quit peeing, and I'm sure like came up too quick or whatever. I yanked the towel rack out of the oh, fucking wall and fell oh. on them. Oh my I god! <laughs> oh my god! And the best part was I didn't really like fall fall on them because I like through the towel rack and I like caught myself on like the corner of the bathtub but definitely like my butt cheeks or something hit their tummy you know like probably was traumatizing <laughs> at the moment I'm um, sure they before, liked you know. it so no, no, I was yeah, gonna my, say that doesn't sure sound like it. a really bad it thing was that, it was I mean, just honestly. terrifying because they probably thought I was gonna die like I'm sure it right. was just like there they was like a ruckus me. Yeah, that's yeah. what we call so a I mishap. <laughs> a horror yeah, story yes. mishap. <laughs> it was a horror story. Oh, that's story a mishap. great mishap. Yeah. Oh my god, I love that mishap. Yeah. How yeah. about what would you say? What things are on the no list for you? Like, what have you just told a potential client, or just like, no, I won't Man, do that. And it's not even that I don't like it. I just like, as I get older, can't do anal like i don't know it has to be like a two or three day prep thing for me and it's always got to be with my partner mm -hmm. um i can't like do it with like content care so i guess i could take like one of those like glass beaded dildos you know like that's about it like the tinier ones but like straight up you know i just i wish i could i don't i don't really know what it is like i have a couple ideas but like i just can't fucking do it and the funniest thing on me i was like can't believe i'm saying this on a podcast i'm sorry mom if you listen but um i definitely am a christian school girl that had anal sex before vaginal so <laughs> i i don't understand I like i'm that. just I'm so yes. mad though. Like, what happened? No like, animal. I was. Yeah. They used to call me like the butt pirate, and I used to be so embarrassed by it. But as like in porn, I wish I could earn that title back. These guys like probably are like, why is she not doing this? And I'm just like, I don't know. I can't. Like, oh. you know. But it's just like one of those things. Like, so I have to like if it ever happens, it's like once a year, and I'm really fucking drunk, and it's when I'm out with my partner after a good date night. 
and I'll just be lucky that like everything's correct for the moment and we just go at it. <laughs> but yeah, I know it's mm-hmm. like, I wish, I fucking wish that I could. I could Not that. everybody can be like My Kelly best. over here. I so oh just God. discouraging. So discouraging. Sasha, you should talk. You should talk. Sasha. 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 Sasha, Sasha Power no. Bottom. Sasha Power's Bottom. Yeah. yeah. Um, I want to be. I try. Yeah. I try. So I think if I, I found this, like, I found this new, um like, holistic oil stuff that, like, you just, like, put in, like, on, with your fingertip. Like mm-hmm. about one to two inches in, and I think it's gonna work like miracles. I'm being consistent with it, and I'm already like having a lot better responses to doing anything down there than I was before. So I'm really excited, hundred percent holistic. Hoping that that's in my future. Yeah. But, wow. Where did you get this concoction, Cameron? Amazon. It's a company just called Goodbye, and I think it's like you can basically just like look for anything like uh like you get like fissures or anything like when you try to like have anal oh, sex. right, right. You can like literally just like get one for that. It'll it and like a lot of them are like kind of broadly named, but it covers like a bunch of different stuff. So you just look for what it will cover for you. But yeah, it's like Good. called Goodbye, and it's a holistic oil company. It's really awesome. It's Great. very affordable. Very affordable. Great. Well, I hope that works for you. Very cool. Yeah, Very cool. Yeah. How would you say you redirect a client without, you know, making it awkward or hurting anybody's feelings if you don't want to provide a service that he's asking for? Oh, man. So content wise. Oh, shit. <laughs> I hope them unsubscribe. Um, in real life, I guess. I don't know. I mean, it just depends. Like if you're being annoying, I'm just going to let you fall off because I'm not really worried. Like there's really no canceling um, a provider or a content creator. I mean, yeah, if they do it to themselves by like saying a racial slur or something like that, of course they can cancel themselves. But like, there's really no canceling them because they didn't want to work with you or because they didn't want to like have sex with you, you know, like, so I'm not really worried too much about what's going to happen. I just know that, you know, if they respect me as a person, they'll understand that I don't want to do that. And I'll just say no. I'm kind of mean as I got older. (laughs) Yeah. I just be like, no, I'm good on that. (laughs) Yeah. If you just know what you want to do and what you don't want to do, then, and this is the bottom line. There are, there's people out here who will do whatever they want to do. You know what I mean? Yeah. So they can just move on down the road. Hello. Um, how about like in an escorting situation, do you have any go-to moves or suggestions when the action sort of starts to wane or when erections are elusive? And I'm going to, I'm going to bring up an example of my own and tell you how, tell you how I fucked it up. So I was with a couple of sex workers in San Francisco. I was with Arabelle Raphael and um, somebody named Susie Q. James, who's actually a porn producer now. Um, And we were getting down and the action kind of sort of waned a little bit. And one of them asked me if I wanted to like suck on her like 
dildo or whatever like and it wasn't something that was appealing to me at the time i said no that was a dumb thing to say it's kind of like what i found is it's kind of like improv you need to say yes or it sort of stops the action so how do you kind of handle it if you if things are sort of waning or let's say you've got somebody who's you know let's let's just face it sometimes performance issues for whatever reason etc how do you kind of handle that so this happens with a lot of lawyers with age play (laughs) i know that's like probably a totally different direction than you saw coming but i don't fuck with age play like it's not i don't i like love kids and i have done as much as I can to safely like put myself in a position coming out of this that if I did have a kid like it would be okay um and I would not like have any repercussions but yes this happens a lot so like people put me in this uncomfortable position um it's not like usually like if I was on the clock escorting like whatever I did that or call rolling like you know whatever I would you know usually just kind of like go along with it and then as I would see people, it w- it could become more volatile. So I had to learn that some of these people have sexual obsessions. So mm-hmm. they are seriously just like needing the next craziest, highest fix. And you have to check people when that happens. And like, even if it's in the middle of sex, you can totally divert it. Like, it might have been like from like the college, the college psychology classes that I took, like just learning how to talk to people, you know, like instead of saying you, 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 you use I statements. So you diverse, you, you detract from it and you say, hey, I would love to, but right now I am just setting my sights on something else. I need to like move on in this way. Like my, my senses are a little high, you know, I've kind of worn myself out sexually. It's something against you. I want to do that. Maybe like I'll come over and here and play with you in a second or something like that. Like if I was just in a normal scene, but like when it comes to like, say I'm messing around with like someone and they like want me to act younger, I would just be like, okay, you know, like I'm like your 20 year old college student, you know, things like that. Mm -hmm. Like I would just start putting it back into like, they'd be like, well, if you're my high school student, I was like, all right, 19, I got held back a year, you know, things like that. Like I would, mm-hmm. I would start doing these things to just like, you know, kind of check them, but it wasn't like to be rude. Cause like, I never slowed up like my motion. I never like acted like I was disgusted. Like I just have had to keep a really solid face on. And so like when people are like, why, why would you not want to do this? Or why would you not want to do that? I'm really glad we're talking about this. Like there is just times that you have emotional duress coming out of something, you know, like I have this lawyer that needs this for me, that's paying me this much. And then I have to go hang out with my friend that has a 10 year old daughter that we're going to sushi with after this. Like I have to, it fucks me up, you know? So like you have Mm -hmm. to like have someone that you talk to and you have to have ways that you like would like go about it. And that is like why it kind of makes me happy that I don't really like have to like, do that right now I'm kind of at a point where I've set myself up to leave that for a while um just because I don't know I just had enough of it for just a while just a while like, I think emotionally it'll take a toll on you because just need some time really, to reset 
you'll get some great clients. I get some great ones that never do that to you. And they'll just be like, what can I do for you? Like they're givers. You get givers. Oh, that would be the best to <sighs> actually get something out of your pleasure. That would be, Bob. aren't those like rare? My, like, and, yeah. Bob, and then what a great you, guy. you get the, the lawyers and whoever that hire you from the freaking ego standpoint. Mm. Oh, I've got control of this. Yeah. Mm. No, you don't. No, you don't. You're paying me. They're paying me like you do not have any control, you know, so it's just one of those things like you have to just like you have to know how to just turn the whole situation around and it can be awkward. And trust me, I feel like Bob was my trial run because like he mm. didn't like do anything bad. But just when I wasn't in the moment, he'd tell me that I'd be like not into it and I'd be like, oh. I really have to act a part, don't I? <laughs> you know, like <laughs> it's I, I figured it out. It's not just Aww. free cash. He was such a good teacher. Bob. He was a good teacher. He's great. Mm. So how did, if at all, did Fosta and Sesta and the passing of those several years ago, I don't know, what has it been like five years? How did, has yeah. that affected your business? First of all, maybe give the listeners a little, a quick and dirty on that, if you wouldn't mind, Cameron. Well, they tried. Um, Sesta and Fosta, uh, they tried. It was a bill that was passed, I believe, by Trump. Um and it basically just took down any form of sexual solicitation on the internet being legal, especially local meetups. Um, you can't take down porn and you can't take down artistic websites. So they had to leave OnlyFans alone because they have international funding through banks. So that's not just like a United States saying that's international. But when it comes to like the United States, we can pass bills like that. That makes prostitution illegal that makes any form of sex work, whether that's just like, you know, intimate massages, cuddling, um, just anything, just going on dates, like that's illegal. <laughs> like, I, it's, it's just wild to me. Mm -hmm. um, but, and I mean, like a good 50% of your clients aren't gonna wanna have sex with you. They just wanna hang out or like cuddle or something like that. It's not like everyone wants to fuck. So. It's mm -hmm. just like, you know, at some points I hear people are like, oh, this should be legal. And other standpoints I hear like, oh, it should be illegal. And I'm like, there should be a way to do everything, you know. But yeah, no, they definitely tried. Um, the biggest thing that I can tell you that I had to overcome with that was learning how to figure out how to run an advertisement when I uh, was a call girl. I right off of a website that was run out of australia i'm gonna go ahead and keep the details on that low just because i just don't need people knowing but um it was out of australia and so they basically gave us like this sign-in shit once you like get everything signed up for they're like here's how you can pay to like boost your profile it like gives you your analytics so your click-throughs who's viewing you who's considering it um it can't you they can send you direct messages you can upload up to like 40 pictures all this stuff so i um signed up for that site and i had to learn bitcoin and this was in 2020 back when bitcoin was huge so um you can you can pay for anything like pretty much with bitcoin so like you just buy a little chunk it does suck there's fees and stuff involved but it's very quiet you know uh that's not gonna stay quiet for long the government's taking care of that right now so i'm not gonna stay forever <laughs> you're like your blockchain history is blocked yeah. but you know whatever but um right. yeah for for the most part it's been pretty decent like and we actually just had this um 
thing a few months ago on there pop up because I still keep up with it. I still get the emails. I like, you know, I want to know what's going on because it also supports uh, sex worker artists. So I just keep up with that side of it. There's articles and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, they sent us a thing that was like, hey, we're really glad to hear the positive feedback from cryptocurrency payments. Can you guys start sending in whatever cryptocurrency you want us to allow? Like send us an email and we will work with that blockchain. So, oh, um, wow. crypto, yeah, mm. cryptocurrency is huge right now. Everyone's trying to scam off this website. So like you have to be like really careful like about the emails and shit you get because you, I mean, they're going to say like, oh, this was compromised. That was compromised, shit like that. So like you have, just have to be careful. It's a very hard business. Um, I mean, people that get yeah. like a lot of crap for it, I'm just like feel bad because I'm like, damn, I already, I know like the work you go through. <laughs> yeah. And it totally. just seems like it's like a technicality, like. Uh-huh. getting i don't know like a vpn or something just to like reroute mm-hmm. your location so that it's not local like it's and just a dumb you... so with that one you're not even allowed to use a vpn oh wow oh that's annoying yeah, you have to, and you have to put in yeah to like use like bitcoin stuff if you can't and you also have to um have your actual home location on this site so like i can't vpn it to the islands oh. because then they would make that my home location on the site and i wouldn't get any traffic. oh that makes sense so it's yeah. so okay. fucking tough like i'm these yeah. these people that deal with this shit like i feel so bad like i'm just like man yeah. there's always a new a new thing for you guys to have to learn yeah it's and crazy. it's not it's and... not like the profession is going away like it's just never no. going no. away never has no never will no so why it's the we... oldest one right yeah <laughs> absolutely and it's just really frustrating because also just to clarify it makes sites liable so mm-hmm. craigslist um if you have a meetup on craigslist and something happens uh then craigslist could be liable so that's why yeah. there's no upside to those sites to provide the the be the liaison so they have just all stepped out and mm-hmm. also just to mention <clears throat> We want to distinct distinguish between we are pro decriminalize, not legalize prostitution. We want to decriminalize it. There's a big yeah. difference. If you're going to legalize something, it's it still going to be, be highly regulated where you have got to get go in like um, sex workers in Nevada where it's legal have to go in and get uh, fingerprinted and no sign up. There. So they yeah. need to it needs to be decriminalized so they don't have it to go through does. those steps because it's fucking ridiculous. So yeah, it should be like a literal legal job. I I don't understand why there's not like a brothel here. I'm not even saying that you have to all do it the same way. There's so many venues to sex work. Like you don't have to run it the same as another girl being an independent escort is extremely difficult and extremely gratifying to get yourself out of a bad position you're in. Like I can tell you that much. Um, well, do you stay in it for forever? Maybe not. Maybe your time runs out. It's better to, you know, burn out than fade out. Tell yourself you're over it rather than quit fighting it and like keep trying to do it. You know, it's like every job. Like, well, and the decriminalization uh, of it will help the autonomy of each mm-hmm. of each woman or each sex worker. Absolutely. So when you want to leave, you can leave rather than having then feeling stuck then feeling, feeling stuck, stuck or having somebody else control your it's like sex starting your own career. business and not wanting to, yeah and not wanting to file bankruptcy like you 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 don't feel stuck in this profession it's like you're basically 1099 in yourself but you can leave i think it's beautiful yeah. why not we need to yeah we need <laughs> to make you it like sex and you're a very confident person or maybe even build your confidence a little bit why not 
Yeah. yeah absolutely. We we this uh, evangelical wave is just pro pro sex. Doesn't work. make yeah. any sense. Sex. Hey, work, I was raised by an evangelist. I understand. <laughs> I understand. I'm sure the majority of your clientele is probably (laughs) on the... We are in America. I'll let you guys know that when I started my OnlyFans, one of my old pastors subscribed to me. Oh, my gosh. I wish that surprised me. I really wish that surprised me. I was going to say, no surprise at all. That's where all the... Yep. Okay, so... Whatever. No kidding. Whatever. Jesus. It's always, it's always the churchy. All our mechanics work the exact same. You're not bitter. Jesus loves us. Yes, he does. Everybody. (laughs) Okay. Does your job impact your personal life and relationships with partners? Cameron, you were talking about that you have a partner right now. Like talk to us about that. Yeah, it did. Um, Not in this one. I was just doing content. Like when I met this guy, I wasn't in the headspace to work um, as a call girl. And it's not fair to ask that much money out of people when you can't give them what they're paying for. So I just honestly had got on some like new antidepressants and it was just like from like some other shit in the past, not sex work, just other shit I was dealing with. And it kind of changed my sex drive a little bit. So I was just like, man, I don't know. But, you know, I, I kind of, you know, had wrote down like a little thing on this. Um, I'm not going to like quote it, but I'll go off of it. Um, when that happened, um, I, it's basically working in a fast paced industry in 2020 and 2021. Um, that was okay for me at the time because I had just got out of like relationships back to back to back. All I, I had ever felt was like someone wanting to do something with me instead of me learning to do something on my own. So when I got out and I had to do this job, it was very pa- fast paced and I was making a lot of money, but I could only fall on myself at the end of the day. There was no romantic fallback or, or I, I, did, I can't do this. I didn't do that. You know, like it was just me, me, me. But, you know, like as I get older, um, it turns out I'm more of a romantic. So it just like got a lot harder. Um, right now, I honestly just like kind of need someone to like hold my hands when I go to sleep and like deal with my different um, sexual, I guess, muses. <laughs> like whenever I can like get into it, I need them to kind of feed that muse, like whatever it is that gets me into it rather than me trying to feed another person's muse for money. So um, it's even hard with content. Like, so I'm still a content creator, even though I'm not a call girl and I will, uh, I'll find myself like only making my best content when my partner shoots me. Um, that's definitely how it was the, when I first got into this too, when I was with someone, um, all of my best content that I look back at, it's not necessarily him in it, but it was him shooting me. And it's because we're so comfortable and like our sexual experience has grown so much into like, being best friends and lovers so like I can just tell him I don't really like being shot like that because I don't like this or that or like you know like I have my weak points I have a lot of them I I hit 30 I have no Botox and right now no injections like all of it is long long gone like I am 100% natural so I have to be like 100% real with my man and be like please do not get this or that, you know, like, Mm -hmm. and then like, when we do go through these photos, I have to just like, understand that even though he captured an ugly moment of me, he doesn't think I'm ugly, you know, like, it's Mm -hmm. like one of those things, like we have to go through them together. And like today, like even before 
um I like came here he was like I was writing a song about you right now and like it was kind of like our joke the day we met like he's a songwriter and he was like I was like write a song about me thanks like I knew from the day I met him like I liked him but I was also a little drunk at a concert and was like write a song about me and he just like started ripping it right there like in the backseat of the car that we were riding in and today like he had like pretty much most of it finished and he was just like I'm still working on this song like from the day we met and but like it's just like things like that like that just gets me so like turned on and like when he he works for the union so whenever he gets a break from work like he'll just like rush back to me I'm not trying to make this podcast about him because you know things could fall out and I don't want to do that <laughs> but like just like being in love being yeah. in love's important like yeah I, I really want to throw that out there that like just maybe the person that really makes you happy right now maybe not be forever but like for real I re- I've really talked about this with my person and I told him I really haven't felt this way in like three-ish years since like the last person four-ish four years now oh my god this about four years four years since the last person lit a fire under my ass so I was just like I just am enjoying it for what it is you know and if that's what that's I need right you. now over making a hundred thousand a year that's okay like absolutely uh, what you said about the camera like your partner shooting you reminded me mm-hmm. that today I was watching this video so yesterday was the Met Gala uh-huh. Oh, I, I need to outfits. watch it. I'm so busy. So... I saw Rihanna's dress. Oh my god. Oh my god. ASAP, you're the luckiest man. Oh, That's all love, I'm gonna love, say. Love. There's a video of JLo like mm. on the stairs, and she's literally directing the fo- the photographers on how to shoot her and how she wants to be shot. And she was like, "You like telling the photographer like put the camera down, angle it up. I need it to be lengthened." Blah blah. Like, and I was like, "If JLo does that, like, do not feel do bad." That. Like, yeah, she- <laughs> yeah. Everyone's like, I want to look like JLo at 50. I'm like, or does JLo make herself J-Lo look like makes that on camera at 50? Like yeah, like she knows her Hell angles. Yeah. yeah, She's Jenny from the block. My freaking, I have a, a I'm not going to tell you what it is, but one of my socials is Rennie from the block. So I love, I love, I love JLo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She's very, very cool. I totally agree. Yeah. So that's cool. Well, you deserve all this awesomeness. I love it. Have you ever been... Um, are you in a closed relationship right now? Are you polyamorous? Um, okay. So like, I'm not going to go have sex with another guy. Like right now I just don't need to. I've definitely played that out for a while. I've got to have a lot of fun. Like when I say I've got to have a lot of fun, like I've got to live out a lot of it. So I feel good. It feels good. And now kind of get to like live out some new fantasies, like with one person. So I don't know, like we're close but like if I were to be like hey there's this girl and I just want to have a threesome with her he'd probably be like okay like let's do it or if I was like hey this particular couple and I would like to explain the situation or I'd be like could I hook up with her and maybe after you're feeling it out we could see if we do a swap like he'd probably be cool with that shit but I also think he's just really enjoying me right now. Like, I think here in a few months, I think he probably would be, like, more open to that stuff. But I just think, like, right now, it's just, like, me, me, me. So, which is fine, because I like all the attention. So, it's just, like, <laughs> I'm okay. I'm like, eh. Just oh, give me fun. yeah. I, I need it. I need it right mm. now. It's fine. I'm totally in my feminine era where, like, I've had this, like, making all this money and, like, being this way. I've, like, had 
I was listening to Ali Wong sing on it. It's also oh, I love her. I know, and she's like, you know what happens when you become rich and independent as a female? Your sex life sucks. And I was like, she's like, men won't choke you the same. And I was like, they won't choke you the same. Yeah, doesn't mean the same because it's a liability if they lose you. He's like, I'm not choking my woman that brings three hundred and fifty thousand dollars a year. No hell no. that so, explains a lot. Yeah, oh my yeah God. so I'm just like, I kind of am in my feminine era where I'm just like, ha, ha, you, uh, he's not taking care of me. I still do my own thing, but like, yeah, he will be a little bit soon because I told him that he can. <laughs> you go, so, girl. You go. That feels yeah. good. That feels good for yeah. you. I love it. Um, can, nice. can you give us an example, Cameron, of a time when a sexual partner blew your mind, either in your personal or professional life? Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, my God. What can I talk about? It's okay here. Um, wow. Yeah. All right. I have to. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, which one should I choose from? Let me go through my <laughs> categories here. <laughs> yeah. Love it. Um, one is 14 years old now. It's like happened 14 years ago. And one is recent. So that'll be good. Okay. So I was working at GNC at 19 years old as um, an assistant manager in the Oak Park Mall. And this guy walks in with like a bad attitude on his face. And this is like the one right across from Forever 21. It's like the big GNC at the time. So he, it's like just a dead time. And he walks in. And so I have a lot of time to give him. And he's cute. It's not like bad boy cute, but he's like office business cute. So I'm like, and I'm into that at the time because I'm already kind of bad myself. And I'm like, man, give me a rich husband at this point. Anyways, so I see him. In a bad attitude, he doesn't want to be fun with me, he doesn't want to be cute. I get him a stupid triple fish liver oil shit, and I ring him up and I'm like, What's your email? and I'm like, kind of starting to be sassy with him. And he's like, Uh, blah 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 at k state dot whatever. And I was like, Oh, k state, and he's like, Yeah, and I was like, mm, I was supposed to go there, I'm finishing out my second year at Juco, maybe I'll make it happen next year. And he goes, I graduated from there with four business degrees and I looked at him and I smiled and I go, really? That's what I'm going for. And then I was just like, well, I hope you come back so that maybe we could talk about that sometime. Maybe right now is not the time. Cause he kind of like, you know how that look on his face. And he was like, yeah, we should. And so I knew this man was going to call me. I'm not stupid. So he takes his receipt and his fish liver oil. He makes it out to his car. I knew exactly where he parked. I literally knew the exact time he was going to call me. That phone story rings. I pick it up and I'm like, this is Corinne. <laughs> Cameron, whatever. At the time I was crying. And I was like, hey, what's up? And he's just like, uh, yeah, this is so-and-so. Um, we'll just call him Trent. He's like, hey, this is Trent. And I was like, what's up, Trent? And he was like, would you like to go to a bar with me tonight? And I was like, oh, fuck. I was like, I want to, but I'm 19. And I just hear him go, oh. And he just, like, kind of stops, you know? And he's like, fuck. Like, he's really thinking about it because he doesn't want to do this. And he's like, you're 19. And he's like, when do you turn 20? And I was like, ugh, in, like, four months. And he's like, oh, my God. And he's like, do you want to come over to my house for a drink tonight? And I was like 
yes I do and I was like what's your address and I wrote it down I was like what's your I was, I was like I'll get your number off the digital phone whatever I'm answering at the store so I go over to his house he lives in South Overland Park at like the hottest apartment complex out there at the time with the pool and the shit and all the stuff and he's got the brand new car and I go up there and he sits on one side of his black sectional and it's like round. And I literally sit on the other side, like with this nasty ass vodka water in my hand. I'm 19 Ugh. years old. I don't know how to drink vodka yeah, water. Gross. I still don't know how to drink vodka water at 30. And, no. I, and I'm sitting there like trying to sip this. I'm like low key, like nervous. But I'm also very confident for the weirdest reasons at this point, I guess. But I'm like sitting there, like talking to this guy. And he was like, so all my friends canceled on me. We were supposed to go to Miami this weekend. Do you want to go to Miami? And I was like, is it just you and I? And he was like, yes, it is. So I was like, yes, I do. And I was wow. like, I, need, I was like, I need a hundred bucks to go shopping. Oh. And he was like, okay, here's 200. So he hands me the money. I know that it's a Victoria's Secret semi-annual sale. I have an idea in my head that I want to be like hot GNC gym babe slash sex worker. I was like, this is going to be my life. I'm so into it. Blah, blah, blah. Um, I, went, I I remember what smell it was this day. It was this lotus flower water like massage oil from um, Victoria's Secret. And I packed this like bed that's inflatable but it was like a like it kind of was a water bed but like it was like a good beach bed too I packed it in my suitcase and when we got there I was like I just want to say thank you for flying me out here because I've never been on a plane or anything it was a whole nightmare getting there but it was fine um and so I put him like on the bed and I started rubbing I got I just got naked and I like started using my body to like rub against his back and stuff and give him a massage and within like two minutes, he, you know, got off. And I didn't even touch him there. Wow. <laughs> oh. And he hands went to free, the bathroom. He, he kind of like, he kind of like jumped up and he went, he ran to the bathroom and he, he locked the door and he got in the bathtub and like ran the water in the shower and stuff. And he didn't come off like 20 minutes. And so I was worried. So I like picked the lock with a bobby pin and I get in the bathroom and I'm like, hey, are you okay? And he's sitting there like, <laughs> I don't know what you just did to me. And I was like, uh, I think it's called New Room Massage. And he was just mm. like. You just like exploded. I don't know what just happened. It's like he was like, I just got off a plane and I just like, you know, did my thing. And I was like, no, it's cool. It's cool rest of the time we were there guy was so weird about me touching him he was like i don't even know like if you touch me i might just not be able to like wow. handle myself it's really cool like we eventually was, i'm sure it was fine it was been 14 years i don't know but yeah it was just funny because that was just wild it was the first time i ever saw that like well i'm not the first time i ever saw the ocean the first time i ever gone on an airplane and things like that and I just like kind of totally. wanted to give him this mind blowing experience back because like I'd never traveled or done anything or done anything like within 48 hours notice. And I think I blew his mind harder from just a massage. Oh my God. Nice. So it was like an inflatable bed. Is that what it was? And he was like, oh, yeah, the inflatable it bed. was like at least a good like eight inches tall instead of like those like little like dense like little like flimsy ones you know you can get from like five below it was like a big one so i like put him on there and i was like pushing him like into it It was like pink and i was like hot pink 
And I remember when he got up, he picked the bed up and took it with him in the bathroom and was holding it. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even get the bed. He just took it in the in the shower and was just holding it. Like, I don't know what, just because he wanted to clean it off or something. I don't know. It was so funny. That was so funny. Clearly, oh, you took him by surprise. That's Seriously. Yeah. Oh, my God. That's an awesome story, Cameron. You, you yeah. said you had another one. What's the other one? So the last one was like recently I was just like being a little experimental and like trying um I like had watched this like episode like called How to Change Your or not episode it's a show called How to Change Your Mind on Netflix. I've done like a lot of Netflixing this year. And if you can't tell, mm-hmm. and uh it was just like talking about a certain type of therapy on there. So like I decided to I'm really controlled like with what I do. I don't like have to go balls to the wall. I love to drink, so I have to watch that, but other than that, like, if you hand me something, I, I don't really overdo it. So I got, like, a really valid source on this stuff that I want to try that they said could be really therapeutic if you're going through a hard time. And I knew it was tested because I saw it tested and everything. And I was like, okay, I've done it once before, but I didn't use it in a therapeutic method, method but I do know how I react to it. So I know I'm okay. Um And I was like, man, maybe if I like use this right, instead of like when I'm like twisted at a party, it would actually like feel good, you know? So I told my partner that I wanted to do it and they have already done it like before. So they're experienced. And I was just like, I would like to do this a couple of times. And then like, cause you can do it a few times throughout the night. And I was like, I'd like to do it a couple of times, you know, just get used to it. And then I would like to try to like mess around on it. And he was like, okay. And he was like, do you like understand like what that feels like? And I was like, no, I don't understand what it feels like. And to this day, like I haven't, I haven't done it again since it's been like a few weeks, but um, yeah, I think about it every day. Like, so you enjoy the experience. We, so we did it, like we, we were on my stuff originally, we like did it like a couple times, just like kind of talk. So we talked about some really deep shit, like the first Was this times. like a psychedelic or? Um, it, yeah, it is. Um, it is a psychedelic. I mean, I guess if we, we can talk about it as ketamine, but we okay. tried it, we talked, we talked together on it and it was just like really beautiful. Cause like, there's just things that I like couldn't talk about before, but like I could finally just like say, and it felt so good to finally say that to someone and like them not judge me for it. Like it was just like literally so healing. And then like, after we did that, I like we had, I was like, Hey, um, I was like, this is so funny, but my mattress fits perfectly into the sectional part of my couch. I was like, let's pull it out. I was like, we can watch some like anime and stuff here or some music. And like, we could just like talk for a little while and then we can, decide when we wanted to do it again and then like before it really like kicks and we can just like you know start messing around and then it will kick in as we're going you know so pull stuff out he decides to put on some like kind of like really pretty like you know I don't just like visuals and music it's like really like romantic even lights a candle and stuff and he was like all right like you know just like super sweet to me like playing with my hair and then just like we did it and like we started messing around and I just being a little newer to it, like I'm a little more on the tranquilized side, not, not like completely sedated, just very calm and almost don't want to move. Cause it all feels really good. Kind of like, like ecstasy kind of like truthfully it kind of feels like that. But, um, I asked him to kind of be in charge and like, it was 
just the most beautiful like connective experience i've ever had like in my life like sexually like i it's not even just because it's like my partner now but like just like the way that like they loved on me like while they made love to me like but also like with that drug like enhancing like everything like you can not think about anything else in that moment except you two right there and it's like because of like what you're seeing and like where do i get this (laughs) <laughs> right it feels like you know like you see all those like psychedelic visuals of like your bodies like melting into it it literally feels like your body just like melts into each other and it was like so beautiful and even though like maybe only lasted like anywhere but like that's a beautiful thing you don't really know it kind of feels like maybe like an hour like you can remember it like beautifully but it was probably only like five to 15 minutes you know like it just like has left such an impact on me like with my partner that now like sexually I'm like man I, sh- I shared something with them that I haven't shared with someone else so like it's kind of very like it's not a secret now because I talked about it but it is our dirty little secret because like no one understands that level of intimacy except for us so yeah that's wow really cool. that sounds oh, great yeah. yeah I know it's like you have to really wow. be just like accepting though like I mean you can't you have to know what you're getting, what you're signing up for. If you know that you want your mind to be blown that day. And I wanted my mind to be blown that day. Cause I needed it really bad. So yeah, so it was beautiful. That's we sounds... haven't done it since either. Like, I don't want to like, act like we just go do this. Like we're just, we're very calm. Okay. So before we got on, you had mentioned, and I wanted to ask you to talk more about the time you worked at Priscilla's and uh you had some kind of blow up doll got stolen story what's up with that cameron tell us about that i don't remember are you sure this is me yeah didn't you say you worked oh you know what (laughs) (laughs) i know a girl that worked at priscilla's that has a horror story but it's not mine you know what that is you can interview her because she's so cute that is hilarious yeah i think i'm getting i'm getting all my uh guests confused oh that is hilarious i actually do think that is alex that is so funny oh my god this has been so much fun cameron i we have loved having you on i have had a total blast you just exceeded our expectations this was a blast thank you so much for being with us um we we loved having you everybody check out cameron and you said it's xoxox yes so cameron xoxox on ig twitter it's cam c-a-m master m-a-s-t-e-r and then flex f-l-e-x those are my two i use the most so and we'll tag her on our instagram i think we already actually have a post uh that tags you on your um instagram for on our horror stories instagram Yes. So be sure to check out our, um, as Sasha just said, we do have an Instagram account. Go, uh, like, and follow that only fans and post your stuff there. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Actually, that was, I actually had one question. Um, Uh if you could give advice to somebody who wanted to start an only fans, like what is something to that they should expect? What should they, what should, what is something that you would advise for them to like take that jump? Cause I think that's like the biggest hurdle is like people want to do yeah. it and then actually doing it is. You guys already have the email. 
set up a Twitter because you need like a Twitter for verification, I think. So horror stories, Twitter. And then I would do it together with your best friend. Like I love talking <laughs> cleavage. They fucking kill it. They fucking kill it. I can't wait till my best friends and I start OnlyFans. So no, seriously, do it with your best friends. And then like both of you, I don't like know. I mean, like I kind of have an idea of what you guys would do and wouldn't do, but like you just be <laughs> it. So you have coffee and cleavage, which is just your podcast. And then each of you have your own separate one but like you know you can ppd stuff so be like hey this is like us looking cute in our house with the like naughty stuff you paid oh yeah oh for you guys since you want the podcast to blow up free subscription and then ppv everything oh yeah nice except for the podcast don't ppv the podcast you want people to just listen to the podcast right oh yeah (laughs) yeah our public needs their horror stories and just to just to remind y'all please even if uh you don't listen to us on spotify if you have a spotify account go like us because we get more credits on our uh spotify for podcasters and uh we want to keep um bringing you the good content and we're just going to be able to monetize it that way it just helps us out so be sure to uh check that out you got any other messages or things we need to talk about sasha oh if you uh uh dm us a mishap or uh, oh yes, yes what yes. was it a mishap or... or just a horror story yeah uh, to our like, you can either email us or send us a dm on instagram uh, then we will give you a copy of it's called delicious little secrets by aj charms so, so we will send you if you are in the contiguous united states we will send you a uh a copy of that so go drop us those uh naughty horror stories mishaps oh or awkward hookups and we will uh uh read them on the podcast also totally anonymously so you can trust us we will keep you we'll keep it on the qt if you so desire just let us know what your pronouns are so we can be respectful as we read it so we really appreciate uh cameron coming on as our first guest for season two it was epic we've wanted to have you on for so long thanks again friend we love you we love you and sasha and i thank you so much thanks everybody for listening we are horror stories and we will see you next time bye 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 listening to horror stories tales of the hustle inspire us if you'd like to share a horror story hit us up on our email at horrorstories at gmail.com that's w-h-o-r-e-o-r-s-t-o-r-i-e-s at gmail.com thanks for listening